And our scripture reader today is from Isaiah 43, uh, 1 through 5, 10, and 19 through 21. But now, thus says the Lord, he who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And though the rivers... And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, and the flame shall not consume you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I give Egypt as your ransom, Ethiopia and Seba in exchange for you, because you are precious in my sight and honored, and I love you. I give people in return for you, nations in exchange for your life. You are my witnesses, says the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, so that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me, no God was formed, nor shall shall there be any after me. I'm about to do a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. The wild animals will honor me, the jackals and the ostriches. For I give water in the wilderness, rivers in the desert, to give drink to my chosen people, the people who I have formed for myself, so that they might declare my praise. The word of God for the people of God. Good morning, Urban Village Church. Well... As you can see, as you can look around you, this is a special Sunday. Uh, we are going to present our pageant today, our Say Yes pageant. And in just uh, about 10 minutes or so, we'll be inviting several members of our congregation, including our youngest members, to um, help tell an incredible story. Part of that story is, of course, the story of Advent that we're in now. Um, and the story of Advent has, has brought me to many uh, readings this season. Of course, I've been reading a daily devotional. I've been reading some spiritual memoirs that appeal to me. But one book that keeps coming up in my reading repertoire is a book by Mo Willems, a children's book. How many of us are Mo Willems fans in this room? Can I get a sense? Okay. All right. All right. Mo Willems has a book featuring Elephant and Piggy, called Waiting is Not Easy. Waiting is not easy, at least according to Elephant, in the book of the same name. In the book, Piggy, Elephant's friend, has a surprise for Elephant that, of course, won't be a surprise unless Elephant can wait. And anyone who is even uh, vaguely familiar with the series knows that Elephant has a hard time with waiting, has a hard time with not knowing, has a hard time with that degree of suspense. So there's kind of this back and forth of complaining and groaning from Elephant on the one hand that is counterpointed by Piggy's assurance and promising that what they're waiting for will in fact be worth it. It's comic. It goes back and forth. It's Abbott and Costello. It does this for some time, but things get really interesting once it gets dark. You see, the dark in Elephant's mind is not to be trusted. It is a sign 
that the end of the end of something of what we don't know and that that end is near and yet with a simple gesture a single word look from piggy we come to see that inside the dark there is a field of stars made visible made beautiful because of lights vanishing elephant waited against his better judgment and in the end it was worth it and i believe we have a picture of that can we see that moment in this book can you see this was worth the wait says gerald finally i know says piggy trusting beyond our own nearsighted grab bag ideas of what we should want or who we should be that we might be finally enough recognizing as henry nowen puts it that our lives here and now contain a fruitfulness a magnitude a starlit sky in the midst of our darkest hours is as elephant says not easy especially not in a culture that plies us and not just at christmas with reasons not to wait not to see beyond the future beyond our fears but our our scripture this morning these words from isaiah carry with them a wholly different message born not of poverty but responsibility to bear witness because you are precious in the eyes of god that starlit sky is what god sees and because you are precious abundance is part of the deal as is your place in god's story so as i mentioned we're here this morning because we're going to tell that story we're going to tell a new thing a new chapter in that story and i want to be really clear about something it's going to be difficult this story some of you know or may not know if if you've read the e news maybe you got the idea this is an unrehearsed pageant Amen. This is loosely scripted, unrehearsed, unauditioned. In fact, we wouldn't allow it. And isn't that fitting? How appropriate. How appropriate that we should make mistakes. How appropriate that throughout this pageant I will be interrupting to provide stage directions. <laughs> How appropriate that we might feel a bit of fear, a bit of anxiety about coming up here, being in front of everybody, doing it right. Isn't that the story that we hear in the story of Mary and the shepherds? of Zechariah and Elizabeth getting good news that is beyond their wildest fears and dreams 
accompanied by the consistent thread, not just in our Advent stories, but throughout the Bible, to fear not. Fear not. In improvisational uh, art and comedy, and there are people in this room who can speak to this better than I can, but as I understand it, there's a, only a couple rules, and one of the big rules is that you say yes to whatever's going on. Within reason, obviously. If someone says, hey, it's a lovely green sky today, you don't say, no, the sky's blue, what are you doing? No, you say, ah, yes, it is a lovely green sky, and why is the grass so purple? You go along with it. There's a, would you bring up that slide? Uh, there we go. A couple of weeks back, I was uh, fortunate to be a part of a, a wonderful party celebrating a, a different story called Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Thank you for that. Uh, it's a wonderful story. I wish I had time to get into it today. That'll be sometime in the future. A beautiful story. Do check it out. It's also a story that gave rise to a Jim Henson uh, TV film called Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. A couple more claps I'm hearing right now. And so because of that, we decided for our, our celebration of the book, our special story time, we would make sock puppets. Now, I had never, uh, well, at least not since childhood, made a sock puppet. It had been some time. And so I, you know, prepared as much as I could to make a sock puppet. I tried to find the brightest colored socks. I tried to find uh, the, the, the kind of ornamentation that would add to it. So some googly eyes, some, some balls for, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, noses, I guess. Uh, some yarn for hair or a beard, if it was that kind of puppet. And as I was talking to the children about how they might produce their sock puppet, what things they might do correctly to make a sock puppet... At some point, I was cut off by a little boy named Eitan who, without looking at me, just said, Oh, let's just do it. <laughs> Puppet in hand, he began gluing and tying and twisting his way to a beautiful puppet. Those words, oh, let's just do it. I hear in those words the words of God. I hear in that beautiful decompression the voice of God saying, I am about to do a new thing. So that's why we're here. We, too, are about to do a new thing. We, too, will say yes to what happens here and after we leave here. We will be witnesses. And why do we say yes? Why do we tell this story over and over and over? We say yes to our own lovability, to the fact that that God is here with us, asking us to bear witness along with God. So, without further ado, I'd like to invite any children who are here with us today to come join me, and I'd like to invite any readers who are, uh, have been assigned. I should have our friend Jalen is a second reader, and I think my friend Zoe is going to help us out. So Jalen and Zoe, come on up. 
Oh, that's good. Okay. So right now, this is the first of the promised interruptions. We're going to move this table. You got it? Okay. And Jalen, you're great right there. Okay, and if my, if my children can kind of come stage right, I guess this is right up here. We'll make a space. Adult, adults are welcome too, of course. If you walked in and would like to be an animal, if you didn't get a mask, we have some masks available. If you weren't um, gently coerced into playing a part in this play, allow me to gently coerce you now. You're more than welcome to come on stage. And we begin. In those days, long, long ago, a decree went out from the emperor Caesar Augustus saying all the world should be registered so they can pay taxes to me. And do I have a Caesar? Caesar should be right on stage. Oh, thank you, Sana. I thought so. <laughs> Sana, I don't think it was as convincing in my voice as it might be in yours. Would you repeat those lines? All the world should be registered so they can pay taxes to me. All the world should be registered so they can pay taxes to me. That was brilliant. I forgot to say anyone who's a part of this today should feel just as comfortable as Sana hamming it up. Let's do it. Uh, Okay, Zoe. Oh, that's right, that's right. I did. This is great. I love this. Okay, so now I was going to... We have a special time now. We've got two really special young people who have volunteered. Uh, One is holding a purple heart, and that is Ruby, and Ruby will be playing the part of Mary. (laughs) She's got a big heart and a few connections. (laughs) To our left is Sandeep. Sandeep, you've got a blue heart. Yeah. And please give a round of applause for Sandeep, who will be play, playing the part of Joseph. And Jalen. All the people... All the people were... Okay. <laughs> yeah. All the people were required to go to town where they had been born to register. For some people, that meant a long journey. Joseph, the, a carpenter, had to go all the way from the town of Nazareth in Galilee, to Bethlehem, the city of David. He went with Mary, the woman he was planning to marry, because she was expecting a child. They started on their long journey, traveling by day, and sometimes, even by night, their road lit only by stars. Hey, everyone, shake your stars. You could also eat them if you want. Beautiful, beautiful. Joseph and Mary knew it was not going to be easy, what with Mary almost ready to have her child, but at least they had a donkey that Mary could ride on, and at least the twinkling stars made the road seem friendly. Okay, so Joseph, Mary, at this point, we're going to act out for everyone what that journey might have looked like. So would you two, maybe you can walk across the stage exemplifying that journey. Yes, it's a slow journey. That's right. (laughs) Beautiful. Okay, if you're holding the no vacancy sign, you're the innkeeper. 
All right. <laughs> All right, Jalen, you're up. When Joseph and Mary got to Bethlehem, the innkeeper told them there was no room. The only place where Mary and Joseph could find a place to take shelter was in the stable. So they settled among the animals. The gentle animals welcomed them. Welcomed them. Okay. So Mary and Joseph, you're going to walk over to the stable there. And as you can see, we have, we have our animal friends. So any young people dressed up like animals... Accompany them, give them support, give them shelter. Yeah, a round of applause, please. Yeah. Well, as it happens, that very night, the time came for Mary to give birth. It was a stable. There was no cradle for Mary to lay her baby in. But one of the cows was kind enough to lend her feeding trough for a cradle, and Joseph and Mary laid their new baby there. Do we have any other babies in the room? Anyone who considers themselves a baby? <laughs> if so, you're, you get to be Jesus or multiple Jesuses. Come on down. That really is my favorite part of this whole thing. We got another baby. All right. Jesus represented in many forms. All right, Jalen, what's next? Nearby, there were shepherds who lived for months at a time out in the fields, watching over their flocks of sheep by night. They had to watch over their sheep because there were wolves in the hills. Do we have any people with staffs, a shepherd's staff? Or candy canes. Or candy canes. Yeah, great. Yes, yes. If you have a candy cane, that is your staff. Come on down. All right. Thank you, Laura. Oh, and then we've got one more. Oh. Do we have anyone who has a megaphone? We don't have a megaphone. Oh, a halo. A, a halo. halo. I, I think I angel. see a halo. Yes, come on down. The angel of Gabriel. Gabriel, welcome. <laughs> oh, we've got some more. Sh- I didn't see our other shepherds joining us. Hi, shepherds. On this night, as the shepherds stood watch in their fields, what does that look like, standing watch in a field? Very patient shepherds. An angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the God of the Israelites shone around the shepherds. And the shepherds were terrified. What does that look like? Oh, very good. But the angel spoke gently and sang to them, Don't be afraid, for I have appeared to bring you good news of great joy for all of the people of Israel. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah. This is the sign to you. You will find a child wrapped in strips of cloth and lying in in a cow's feeding throw. Great. And it's not too late if you'd like to play the part of an angel. We could use a little more heavenly bliss up here. Any angels? Do we have any angels? Yeah? Okay. No? Yeah. You're an angel. You're an angel. You're an angel. Well, then the angel said, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth let there be peace and goodwill among all people everywhere. David, can we ask, can we ask you, can we say that together? Do you, want to, do you want to read that aloud? You got it there? Okay. Glory to God in the highest. Is that the part? 
That's it. I forgot what I said. Glory to God, yeah. Glory to God in the highest and on earth. Let there be peace and goodwill among all people everywhere. Oh, wonderful. I love the idea of the angel Gabriel having to ask God, what did we say we would say? (laughs) And there was a whole bunch of angels singing and praising God, and the shepherds were amazed. The shepherds said to one another, this is amazing. This is amazing. Thank you, Laura. (laughs) Come on, guys. Yeah, you really are. Let's try this line. Let's go up to Bethlehem. Let's go to Bethlehem. And actually see the baby the first angel told us about. Okay. Uh, they might need some help. Shepherds, would you please walk towards Mary and Joseph and the animals? Join them. Join them. We're getting crowded. That's the idea. So the shepherds went to Bethlehem with their sheep, and there they found Mary and Joseph and the new baby, just as the angel told them. Afterwards, the shepherds would tell everyone what the angel had said to them about Mary and Joseph's new baby. Everyone who heard their story was amazed. Mary already knew her baby was wonderful, but she listened carefully to what the shepherds said and treasured all she heard in her heart. The shepherds praised God for this wonder of new birth, and they prayed and hoped that what the angels said would come true, that there would be peace on earth and goodwill for all people, no matter what they were like or who they were. Do you have anyone who has gifts? Oh, I know. We've got a couple. Anyone who has gifts? You're the Magi. We're a Magi. All right. Come on down. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem, three wise wise people from the east came to Jerusalem. They found their way by following a bright, bright star. And I believe we have a bright, bright star. Somewhere. Oh, yes. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Beautiful. Don't stop now, Peter. Careful. Careful. How could you miss that? Do we have anyone with a gold crown? If so, you're King Herod. Oh, this one. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. King Herod. <laughs> right behind us. Uh, let's see. Okay, so now, uh, King Herod, you're going to go. Well, no, you're fine where you are. Yeah. <laughs> when they arrived, they went to visit King Herod, and these wise people went to Herod and asked, Where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we observed his star in the skies, and we have come to praise him and bring gifts. So I'm, 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 where are my wise people? There they are. Okay, so go to King Herod. Let's show this. Let's demonstrate this. Yeah, oh, this is great. We have no room at all. I love this. <laughs> all right, Jalen, what's next? The three wise persons leaned, learned from the King Herod about the prophecy which, they, which had been spoken long ago, that the Messiah would be born in Bethlehem. So they went, and and as they walked, they saw a bright star ahead. They followed it until it came to the newborn baby in the stable of animals. 
When the wise people entered the stable, and wise people, you can walk toward the stable. You can walk toward the stable. And saw the new baby, they were overwhelmed with joy at this new life. They knelt down to worship him. (laughs) All right, we did have one audition. It was this. (laughs) They knelt down and they opened their bags and brought out gifts of gold because the crowns of kings were made of gold. (laughs) And frankincense and myrrh because myrrh was put in the oil used to anoint kings. And let us pause now for a moment and share in this scene. Look at this moment. And to do that, we're going to invite Sunita. And Sunita's going to provide us some music to reflect on. Thank you, Enoch. Thank you, Sunita. What beautiful music. What a gift. We have come to the end of this story, the beginning of a much longer one. Please give a round of applause for everyone up here. What spirit we have in our congregation. Thank you all for the spirit to say yes. And now take another moment to look at the scene before we depart. It is a special night with stars and angels and shepherds and wise persons and beautiful animals. And they are all admiring a special baby that has just been born. I think that's worth shaking our stars over one more time. Thank you. And can we all take a bow? Ready? Everyone is welcome to return to your seats.
Lead the way, Star.